Hello and welcome to another episode of the Godfather Part 2 Minute, a Movies by Minutes podcast starring me, Alex Robinson. And co-starring me, Andy Robinson. And we're here to talk about minute number 97, almost getting to 100. That, that's right, Alex. Repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. 97. 97. You got it. I like sete better than se. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Is that too soft? Yeah, it's a little it's a little open-ended. Sete. Sete. Yeah, you got it. Tell us about the minute. Well, in minute number 97, um, preparing for a wild New Year's Eve celebration, Fredo introduces Mikey to various government types, and Mike introduces his, Mike introduces his older brother to our friend from Miami's Sicilian messenger, Johnny Ola, whom he's never met. Later, they step down into a seedy night spot packed with drunken sailors and other revelers. Mm-hmm. We'll do, uh, ooh, make a note which episode, it might even be this one, plops on New Year's. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, uh, Oh, that'd be great timing. Yeah. I'll be able to check during this episode. I, yeah, got, totally. I got a chart of our release dates. Mm. I'll check the chart. <laughs> so we start in the nightclub. And yes. Fredo is uh, introducing all these people, but he starts by uh, reintroducing Senator Geary to Michael. You know each other, Senator, Senator Geary, Senator Pat Geary. Yes. Yeah, and Senator Geary says, "It's good to see. It's good to see you, Mike. I'm glad we all we get to spend this time together." Big well, turnaround for the senator, right, Alex? Yeah, it's really funny how much because last time they saw each other, if you'll recall, he uh, he despised him and his whole. What do you say? Your whole... His whole... He's his family, but... Yeah. There's another insults, adjective in there. He didn't definitely insult your whole, Mikey. Does he say your whole effing family? May, no, he wouldn't say that in GF2, would he? Your whole... Yeah. We'll go back and check. Yeah. He's very insulting. Yes. And now, bygones. Bygones. Do you think Senator Geary is like, I mean, first of all, it's a classic politician thing. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, whatever the current thing is, that's what you're following. Yeah. You're, not, you're not going in ancient history. Do you think he was nervous about seeing Mikey? Was he like, oh, boy, last time I had some pretty harsh words for him. And well, then Fredo had a kind of like, oh, don't worry about it, Senator. Well, let's also remember that between that initial meeting and now, yeah. Senator Geary got busted at the Mickey Mouse nightclub. That's true, and, yeah. The, and do we know that he is aware that that is one of... Didn't we have a term for Freddy for Fredo Corleone's? I thought we had a term for his brothel, that there was like a name for it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we already clearly don't remember, so... So See, at this point, does Geary know that that is, was a Corleone brothel? Yeah, he does, because Hagen was yeah, there. Yeah, totally, yeah. So does, does he know that he's Fredo under... owns this place. And, yeah, and so he knows that he's under Mikey's thumb at this point. Yeah. Is that why he's kind of kissing his butt? Yeah, totally. Right. Although interestingly, at that, at that, oh no, he just says, "Tell everyone you were at, you were staying with Michael Corleone as his guest." Mm-hmm. So he didn't actually go there. He just they just said to tell everyone, yeah. just for him to tell everybody. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah. So I think at this point he's just he's a puppet. Yeah, he's got to do what Mikey says. That's right. why he's being all nice. Um, 
Or the whole filthy family? Maybe, yeah. That might be it. That sounds familiar. Your whole anyway, that's going to drive me crazy now. Yeah. Uh, oh, someone, someone's saying it at home. I can hear them saying it into the into their uh, earbuds right now. So okay, good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, it's good seeing Senator Yuri again and seeing him. Um. Uh. You know, humbled. Yeah. To now where and it does really point out the like Mikey said they are part of the same hypocrisy. The fact that. That the senator is now all like, "Oh, Michael, it's good to see you." You know, yeah, it really speaks to his uh, yeah. to his uh, character. Conf- confirms what he was saying all along. Yeah, and then then Fredo goes on to introduce the uh, other members: mm-hmm. Senator Geary, Senator Payton from Florida, mm-hmm. right? Now, Judge it, DeMalco. Well, hold from, on a second. I have something oh, about, you got something about Senator well, Payton? I looked up who the senator was in Florida. I was like, I looked up Senator oh. Payton. There was no, um, there is currently a Senator Payton, a, an Arkansas state senator named John Payton. Right now. As right of now. This recording. In, yeah. He oh. just got reelected as of, mm-hmm. as of, you know, a couple of weeks ago as of this. Um, but in, in 1958, uh, Florida was solidly Democratic. Mm. The uh, senator in Florida at the time was named Spressard Holland. Huh. And he won the 1958 uh, election handily 71%. Uh, he By a 71% you know, favor. So mm-hmm. it's funny to think of a time where Florida was solidly yeah. Democratic. Now it's famously yeah. a battleground state. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. So uh, it doesn't seem like they are. It didn't seem like they used the name of a real senator for this. Yeah. in this case, so, that'd uh, probably be too risky, right? You know, like the family would sue them for all uh, these people. For well, I don't know. What's the rule for? Yeah, I mean, if historically they were there, well, but just in general, business. like, what's is there anything to stop me from writing a book about George Washington that just says, oh yeah, he was a serial killer and <laughs> like. Wow, great question. Is there a statute of limitations on, like, slander, basically? Well, not just statute of limitations, but to what degree can you make stuff up? Oh, I guess I, I know what you're saying, or if it's clearly fiction. Yeah, like although if, if I were to say about a sitting senator now, oh, yeah, he's a killer, and he goes to sex clubs in Cuba, mm-hmm. he could probably sue me for defamation yeah. or libel. I forget what the rules, what which one applies to which, yeah. which one is slander. Libel is written. Libel is written, yeah, and slant. So, so this would be slander because we're doing it in a in a audio format. Yeah, that's right. So uh, unless someone is transcribing what we're saying, and then they like, are committing libel, are they, or are they just because they're <laughs> copying it? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I think you're right. It must be there must be some some statute of limitations because we could could we write legally that George Washington was a serial killer and and try to pass it off as nonfiction. I feel like it would have to be like the heirs to the Washington family yeah. who would have to do it, but huh? Yeah. Anyway, interesting. Something to think about. So I. So yeah, yeah. they didn't use real. They did not use real politicians. I mean, yeah. now of course, at the time this movie came out, it was only twenty years since then. Yeah. Now it's been seventy-five years since the events of yeah of, yeah. The, of the the nightclub. So. Yeah, yeah. They're probably all long since dead. Yeah, but, that's uh, true. Anyway. Yeah, great question. And we have Judge DeMalco. Judges. From New York, right? Mm-hmm. And we also have Senator... Mikey, of course, knows the judges. Oh, yeah. Keeps them all in his pockets. Definitely. Like Senator Congress. Ream from Maryland. <laughs> Senator Ream. Right. 
And yeah. then Fred Corn, Fred Corngold from UTT. He knows who. <laughs> Did you look up Fred Corngold? <laughs> I didn't. Well, I assume I, I that's was, United Telephone and Telegraph, right? Yeah. I mean, we saw United Telephone and Telegraph person mm-hmm. before. I assumed it was the same person because Mikey yeah. says, "Oh, I know him." Yeah. So I assume that that's from uh, from the Gold Telephone. Like, no, I don't. I never met him. <laughs> no, I never. <laughs> no one met wants you. to admit having yeah. met anyone before because <laughs> um, they lost track of who of who they're conspiring with and against. <laughs> no, no, I never met him. Oh, sorry. I I was thinking of Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing I did, I did look up uh, Fred Corngold, and the only thing I was able to find out is that he does a mean cha cha cha. Oh. <laughs> so watch out later. I like That's, watch out I know, later. He tells Mikey to watch cha-cha. out later. <laughs> what does he mean by that? I guess he's a good dancer. But is he saying watch out later? Like he's so good at that he'll steal your date? I, yeah, I don't know what specifically he's warning Mikey about. <laughs> Maybe he's a mean cha cha cha. So he's like a, he's like slam dancing cha cha. You know, <laughs> don't go near him. He'll he'll he doesn't get, mean don't get in the pit. <laughs> Give him a few of those local drinks, the Cuba Libras, and he does a mean cha cha cha. He's a bad drunk. <laughs> Last time I was dancing with him, I got knocked down. I got stepped over. <laughs> Man, his when he when he does. Does the mean cha cha? He uh, he hits you harder than Mo Green in Vegas. He slaps, slaps you around with his Mo cha-cha-cha. Green slapped you or slapped my brother around. Oh, Mike, you mean anything? Come on. Well, so I want to correct you. He doesn't do a mean cha cha. He does a mean cha cha cha. The three right. you have to include yeah. all three to. Uh, well, he doesn't mean. It, well, he does the cha, but he's yeah. so mean he gets you three times with it. Cha cha cha. I always lose track of all the Latin dances. Yeah. Like the difference between uh, a cha cha cha. I know salsa and merengue, but there's bachata, bachata I think. Mm. That's another one Tell from me. Cuba and cha cha cha. So is there a. I always thought it was called a cha cha. He was dancing a cha cha. Is it three cha cha chas? Yeah, it is. Cha cha cha. Well, I know that's how it goes in the music, but I thought I didn't know when people when people referred to it. I thought it was just no, cha cha. I think it huh. is cha cha cha. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I love how the name. We should have looked up the cha cha cha. I can't believe I didn't do that. <laughs> but I like how the name of the dance is corresponds with the music. It's named after. It's it's almost an onomatopoeia. Where, yes. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> where the sound it's just it sounded yeah. the name of it is describing what you're hearing yes. at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Are there Are, any other dances like that? I wonder. I can't think of any. Rumba. Rumba. <laughs> no, not hmm. salsa. Not no, merengue. What about uh, like, What about like hip hop? It's not really mm. dancing. Yeah. Yeah, break dancing because all the kids mm. breaking their arms trying to do that stuff. <laughs> well, it does that, but it doesn't describe the it doesn't describe the music. You know what I mean? Like the cha 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 is literally a version of the music. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, do you think Kyman Roth does any of these Cuban dances? I think when he was younger, he probably did. Well, because cool, he's been going there for years. Yeah, right? that's true. Decades. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, Johnny Ola. Probably he gets out to the scene. These scenes. Yeah, right? yeah, and he's a younger guy than Roth. Yeah. Do you think you had to teach Roth how to cha-cha-cha? <laughs> Boss, when you wake up from your nap. Like Dirty Dancing, but with Hyman <laughs> Roth and Johnny Ola. Oh, that is great. Oh, my God. Johnny, nobody puts Roth in the corner. <laughs> that is so we had the fun. times of our lives. <laughs> 
Is that a, a genre of of people making up movies on like stories online, just like recreating movie stories, but but putting different characters in them and modifying them? Hmm, I can't that think of any. Seems like a natural. I've definitely seen the two kind of trends that are kind of like that that I've seen are people either usually a movie trailer they'll take like mm. a comedy movie and make a trailer of it as if it was a horror movie. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. edit it in the same style as yeah. a. Uh, and the other one is weirdly, well, you'll take like a movie or uh, and you'll make a '80s TV show introduction out of it. How what is an eighties introduction? You know, like picture like the beginning of like where you know they show all the characters doing stuff, and then the the oh, screen freezes yeah. and has the actor's name on it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, but in like a, <laughs> yeah, like a cheesy eighties you know version, like the picture at the beginning of the A Team. Yeah, yeah. You know where they show all the, them doing adventures and stuff, but about whatever current movie or mm-hmm. television. You know, like they nearly did that with all like the Mandalorian stuff. They made like. What if it had aired in the eighties? What would yeah. it, what would the opening have looked like? Oh, and it was funny! Like that so that's uh, great. So yeah, well, maybe they should do that with uh, yeah with, <laughs> with GF GF one and two. And um, I'm thinking of putting Roth and Johnny Ola into Dirty Dancing. Yeah. What other like Roadhouse? <laughs> another classic Patrick yeah. Swayze movie. Maybe uh, uh, the the bouncer character is Luca Brazzi. Mm. I've <laughs> never seen Roadhouse. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw it when it came out in the theater. Whoa. Yeah, and <laughs> and I didn't. I hated it then. It was just terrible. Yeah. But now I've really come to yeah. like it. It's I mean, it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. Or like a Point Break. Point Break is another one. Yeah. Who would be the who would who would play the Patrick Swayze role in Point Break? He's a cop, right? An undercover no, cop. Patrick Swayze is the, is the criminal. criminal. He's the oh. surfing bank Keanu robber. Reeves is the cop. Yeah, he's one under, of those. A cop. He's right? the undercover cop. Okay, Keanu yeah. Reeves. So McCluskey is. would be can you Keanu Reeves, <laughs> and I guess uh, Michael would be the uh, <laughs> Michael would be the. Damn it, criminal. I told you, young punks, to stop robbing banks. <laughs> <laughs> I've hanged a thing. I've hanged a thousand tens. You know. <laughs> Damn it, I said get up on that board. Stand him up on that board. <laughs> well, Captain, he's still a novice. Damn it, fell. So, question. Where? <laughs> yeah. So, Fredo says, oh, uh, and the guy's name is Fred, too, interestingly. Yeah. Fred, Fredo says that Fred, Fred, Fred Corngold, Corngold does a mean cha cha cha. Uh huh. So, watch out later. Did, did Fredo already know all these people? Or has he found out this information since? The party started. I would like to think that he didn't know them mm-hmm. and that he's so good at what he does that he, right before meeting them, he had one of his assistants provide a bio. I think Fredo has an assistant. And provided a bio for each one of like those people. Like a dossier people. on yeah. each one. <laughs> like I need a one-page one summary. <laughs> he takes and, it seriously. And whoever his assistant happens to be at the time, he yeah. calls him Mo. Oh. Just to, like, Mo. He's like, he's he's like man, I'm calling. He's like, Mo, no, no, I'm calling you Mo. Just so he is, that's his way to kind of assert yeah. his power, get his power back. <laughs> Mo, he's my a, assistants, Pop, yeah. Mo, and Mikey, <laughs> and Sonny. <laughs> yeah. um, so so I, I think he, he gets a one-page dossier on each one. Mm, and he just memorizes <laughs> like, it. It's like and, a highlight. You know. and, 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 oh, he doesn't mean Fred Kong? Yeah. Fred Kong doesn't mean cha-cha-cha, so watch out later. You've, uh, you've watched Veep, right? Veep, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen the whole thing. Okay, well, you know, you know the character uh, of that um, Gary, who's always standing behind 
Selena Meyer and like giving facts. Yeah, like when she meets right. someone, he's yeah. like, "This is the president of Afghanistan." <laughs> so that's awesome. what it would be like. This is Freddie. He doesn't mean cha cha cha. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I like to think great. that he had no preparation. Mafredo is just so good at this that within minutes of meeting Fred, mm. he kind of drew him out and knew he liked to cha cha cha. You know, like yeah, or just made it up. The oh, cha cha cha. Yeah. You could totally. They're in a Cuban setting. Yeah, that's true. That's That'd be even great. better. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, because he's good. At, he's good at that. He's good at that stuff. Like, like that. He, he's, so, uh, he knows to 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 make a fun but positive remark about someone's character. Yeah, maybe tell a, an anecdote. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean he doesn't. He doesn't do like depressing information. Like, no, oh, is this no. Fred Corngold? His wife just died. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's still mourning. So watch out later. <laughs> uh, I do like how everyone is. Not just in this scene, but throughout the Godfather saga, how characters that really don't play a role in it mm-hmm. are are more or less anonymous. Even when you see their names, even if they talk, you just kind of see the backs of their heads, mm-hmm. and they're in shadow. Even Roth's wife, you be, like I couldn't even tell you what her face looks like. <laughs> it's just so awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Just great filmmaking. Yeah, I think it's just another filmmaker would have maybe even shown those people as Fredo's introducing them. Right. Cut right? to them. Just cut to them. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, it's yeah. so awesome how anonymous it is. Yeah. Which so is like, almost, it even represents the anonymity of corporate and political power. Right. Pulling the strings behind the yeah. scenes. Could be anyone. That's great. So yeah, speaking of Fredo's hosting duties, after mm-hmm. he finishes introducing everyone, he uh, he suggests everyone get drinks. Maybe okay, s- it's refill time, folks. <laughs> it's some local. He specifically mentions local drinks. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> and um, so I love the way he says uh, Cuba Libra. You might want to try some of the local drinks. But then, but then how does he say the name? He completely mispronounces it, which is both of them, which really surprised me. Uh, he says, uh, a Cuba Libra. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong? Well, it's Cuba Libre. Libre. Cuba Libre. And okay. you would think, I brought this up before, you would think that being raised in a Sicilian household, he would be able to get the vowel, because it's all about the vowel sounds mm. in, in Romance languages. But he sounds like it's like an American who just... Was trying to pronounce it, but right. uh, yeah. but anyway, it's interesting. Yeah, and then also pina colada. He has a hard time getting that one out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm just trying to think the because we don't know to what extent the Corleone children were um, uh, how much Sicilian they knew. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we do see Mikey speaking it with the Turk. Mm-hmm for part of the conversation but then it seems like he's kind of struggling with words and has to revert to English yeah, and then when yeah. he goes to Sicily he has interpreters doing all the talking yeah. for him he doesn't speak to so um, although he probably learned a lot of Sicilian while in Sicily just even, not, just not in a not not in a, not stuff that would be impractical in a negotiation with a drug dealer yeah like <laughs> the Turk <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah, I think he, they probably were. Um, and Fredo also, they're probably raised. not as adept with languages, maybe as other. Yeah, because don't yeah, forget, that's true. he was he wasn't even Sicilian; he was a gypsy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but I don't I know. Apologize to the, the t- Romani people for once again bringing up that's the G word. So apologies for that. But they were all raised in the twenties and the thirties in New York. Yeah, as kids, and they 
speaking Sicilian and only Sicilian in the household. So that we would, don't know if that's true. We don't know if it had been true. It, I mean, it generally was true back then. Um, I don't no. necessarily think. So. I think in, in olden times there was a lot more pressure on immigrants to have their children speak English. Yeah, like fitting in was much more important. Like today, nowadays, it's all celebrated the you know the yeah. diversity and stuff. I think back yeah. then it was a lot more like. But you're right. I mean, but in the house, they had to have gotten it right because Vito wasn't speaking English. Mama wasn't speaking English. Why do you think Mama wasn't speaking English? Because they were all fresh from Sicily. But I mean, when she's when we see her in GF one, she's speaking. She yeah. speaks pretty good English. Yeah. By the time she's an adult. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. which which I, which is actually funny to think back. I would think that if this were real, I would think Don Vito and Mama would have significant Sicilian accents. Yes, yeah. right. It's not when you really think about it. They should be they should, all those mustache peach should yeah. have either be only speaking Sicilian or have significant accents. Well, it depends because we don't know. Um, I forget in the scenes with Jenko, were they speaking Sicilian? Yeah, they were. Okay, yeah, because he did learn English at a very young age. He was he That's was true. he was a child when he came That's over. Right, so yeah. by the time he was an adult, he could yeah, he was an American. But if he yeah. did grow up speaking uh, Sicilian with Jenko and all those people, then he should have more of an Italian accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're probably right about that. Well, I'm picturing uh, Godfather speaking like Chico Marx now. <laughs> really bad cartoony Italian accent. Yeah. Or Chico Marx speaking like Don Vito. Oh. Right? <laughs> I guess it's the same thing. It merged oh, their voices. If only Chico Marx had lived long enough to audition to be the, play the Godfather, oh, that would have been so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, how about that? Uh, go to the meeting, but don't insist. <laughs> 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 okay, so, so wait uh, with these drinks. So, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait so he he says, try one of these. It's refill time, folks. Yeah. Try one of these local local drinks: the Cuba Libra, the Pina Colada. What drink is missing, Alex? Um, what the, local drink is uh, missing? More wine. His, no, what local drink is missing from his repertoire? Uh, I give up. Banana daiquiri. Hmm. And I've. Do you think Fredo purposely? leaves that out because he's, he's he's kind of he doesn't want to relive that experience of being embarrassed not knowing how to say it from the pool oh so you think that's that was <laughs> well i was wondering is this supposed to be a clue to mikey that that fredo is lying yeah because he does know the names of all these local drinks yeah and he had to ask oh but how do you say banana daiquiri yeah. and then he does not specifically say no daiquiri. So, so, so going back to the pool scene, you think that Fredo did know how to say it, and he was he was pretending not to know to keep up know. the charade. That seems like too much, too many so layers you're, of you're, thinking for Fredo. Your theory is: see, I thought I was thinking he did want to bring up banana daiquiri because it would remind him of his, you know, the, the awkwardness of that earlier conversation. Yeah, yeah, I would think um, so. But so, but you're saying what I was thinking? It's the awkwardness of the conversation because he's lying to Mikey. Whereas I feel like you were saying the awkwardness because he didn't know how to say banana daiquiri. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but Mikey does look a little mad that he doesn't say banana daiquiri. 
Do you think he was like, no, I told, I told him how to say banana daiquiri. He doesn't even say it. I took all that time to explain. He even scolds him, dresses him down in front of everyone. I told you how to say banana daiquiri. Just, you insult my intelligence when you, when you don't order a banana daiquiri. It's clearly the best of those three drinks. Or is he mad that he didn't order a club soda for Mikey? Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's a local drink. Tonic? It? Yeah. Tonic water? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so there we go. And then uh, Geary, his, he jumps in and says, I think I'll have one of those red-headed Yolandas. And, and, and he gives a little wink. A little wink to Mikey. Now, I want to point he out. Winks to Mikey. I feel like this is the first <laughs> wink we've seen in the, all of the Godfather right. movies. Yes. And you are, you are famous for your passion about winking. Can you collaborate on that for us? Yes. Well, I'm currently working on a song called Bring Back the Wink. Okay, about Wink Martindale from Tic Tac Doe, right? Well, he was known as Wink, not the Wink. Oh, not the Wink. He was just a Wink. He was Wink Martindale. Right, so he was just a Wink. That, uh, this, He's not the Wink. The song for him, if we wanted to re- exhume his body and resurrect yeah. Wink Martindale, the song would be Bring Back Wink. Yeah. Is <laughs> there, Bring Back Wink. <laughs> is there any better name for a game show host than Wink Martindale? It sounds so game awesome. show hosty. Yeah. Wink Martindale. That's great. Anyway. Yeah. Did so, he wink? Did I, he employ the wink? That would have been perfect. I don't know if he did though. I don't remember him doing it on the show. That would have been too much if he if he That would have been perfect. But if his he name didn't was, embrace it. I, well, I don't think it's his real name. So he did embrace it to the fact that he used a fake name. But if you're gonna gonna change your name, give yeah. yourself a, a stage name like that, you gotta go all the way. Fully embrace it. Own it. Own the wink. I don't know. Good call. You know what? Right? We'll ask. We'll, <laughs> we'll answer. Answered. Was Wink Martindale famous for winking? You and I watched a lot of Tic Tac Doe growing up. I don't, I don't remember re- seeing him particularly. Wink. He wasn't like he would turn to the camera and, and yeah, like make a big deal out of it. And there were so many opportunities to do it. Right? Yeah. Like we'll come back right after this commercial break. Yeah. Ding. We'll to keep we'll to, we'll to okay. keep an eye out. Get it? Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you want to bring back the wink? I want to bring back the wink because I think it is appropriate. It got a it got a creepy stigma to it in the, for the in the eighties. Bad rap, but it's coming back. Have you seen it in a lot of shows? I would argue that it never left. I feel really? like I feel like it's it's huh? Okay. I feel like I see it in movies and TV, not necessarily in real life as much, but I feel like okay. in TV and movies I see winks all the time. But you're, but you are not winking as much as you used to. I think most people are <laughs> winking less than they used to, because it did get a a, a creepy stigma to it. But yes. I feel like it's coming back in shows and movies. Therefore, it's going to start being being practiced more in everyday interactions in real life. I wonder. I try to. Um, I wonder though, because like. It might be something that you only see in movies and TV. That's like a like a, a TV trope that no one really does, wow. other than you know, no one really does in real life. Are there other examples of that? I'm trying to think, things that only happen on stage. Hmm. Wow. Is the wink the only example of some behavior that happens? On- huh. I feel like the. I feel like it's like when people buy a car and there's a giant ribbon on their new car. Yeah, it's like something you see in movies and TV shows all the time, and I think mm-hmm. most people probably never. Although having said that, I did once. I was once walking down the street and I saw a car parked there with a giant ribbon on it, which oh. I assume was going to someone was going to come out and be like, "Oh my god!" You know, oh, I should have wow. waited there until they came out. That yeah. was, <laughs> and then winked at him. 
<laughs> so uh, oh, anyway. the police. Yeah. But anyway, so yes, the redheaded Yolanda followed uh-huh. by a by a again creepy wink. Why is that creepy? He winks to Mikey like, "Hey, Mikey, you know what I mean." I know, but we know, like, <laughs> oh, you're saying <laughs> as far creepy. as he knows, he murdered a prostitute earlier in the movie. So the fact that he's like now, like, "Hey, I like okay. her the best," you know. Hey, this- well, it's coming on down the big paywall from the sky. That's right. So if you want to learn to cha cha cha, to do a mean cha cha cha, go to GodfatherMinute.com/support. Start donating. You can access all the bonus content, and so. Feliz Año Nuevo!